I lay my hand on him and I'm just, you know, I'm talking to him and I'm singing, you know, I'm praying or whatever. And my heart is just breaking because I cannot hold my baby. Hmm. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. Well, hello and welcome to the Meet Me and Isaiah podcast. My name is Marnie Clark. I am your host and I am so excited to share my conversation with you guys today. I got to talk with Alita Casey. You may know her as Alita Treasure Hunting. She is an Instagram influencer, a designer, and she is just amazing. And she shares the most beautiful and personal story with us today and helps us meet Jesus in Isaiah 40, 11. So here she is. I am so very excited to be here with Miss Alita. Hey, Alita. Hey, Marnie. I'm so thrilled to be with you. Okay. We had the best conversation like before. I don't always say this and I'm like, that's so mean to my listeners. <laughs> like the real conversation happened before we hit record. No. <laughs> I have no doubt that God is here and mm-hmm. will um, and will let us say what we need to say. So. Yeah, well, I'm I'm so excited. And I always love getting to be with you. So it's always a good time, whether we're recording or not. Well, um, but I'm excited to get to share this story. Um, when you asked me about sharing um, on this Meet Me and Isaiah podcast, I knew immediately the verse I wanted to share. Um, Isaiah 40, 11 has been so special to me um, for almost 16 years now because, um, well, 16 years ago, I was pregnant with my son, Charlie, and um, I had a two-year-old, Lola, and my husband was in residency, so it was just a wild time, um, and I had gone into this little, cute little boutique, and I saw the most precious little baby gown. It had a screen print of a baby in a little buggy, and it said, he carries me close to his heart, and it had Isaiah forty eleven under it, and I just thought, oh, that is the sweetest. And I'd never, I didn't remember ever hearing that verse before. So I was like, well, I need this. And I looked at the price tag and I said, well, I can't have this. <laughs> but those but boutiques the, have beautiful things for a reason. Exactly. I was like, we have no money. But um, but wow, that verse just stuck with me. So I went home and read the verse because I thought that's so beautiful. And so I'm going to read it here today, just the whole verse, not just what was on the, yes, yes. the gown. Um, it's Isaiah 40, 11. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. Mm. And so that next week, um, and I, I was 36 weeks along um, in the pregnancy, um, when he was born, but, um, I was put on bed rest because I had preeclampsia, which just means my blood pressure was going up a lot and they were trying to make sure I wasn't going to have a stroke, which I didn't, which was great. But then I also that week had, um, a pre-retinal hemorrhage, which is just a blood vessel that burst in my right eye Mm. and blocked my vision in my right eye. It was almost like someone was holding a quarter over that eye. I could see around the outside edges, but I couldn't see anything in the middle. So that would drive it, me insane. It was, it really was more annoying. Like yeah. when it happened, I was just like, oh, we got to get this fixed. I can't see anything. It, you know, I didn't realize it could have been so bad. Yeah. You know, like they called in a specialist right away and he was worried that my retina had detached, which fortunately it had not. But there was just, I mean, this is gross, but there was just blood blocking, you know, yeah. my vision. So they determined they were going to shoot it with a laser, which sounds really scary. It didn't hurt at all. Did not hurt. So when I, when I was shot with a laser, <laughs> it made my blood pressure spike. And so they had to go ahead and do um, 
a C-section that afternoon. Like mm-hmm. They're like, we got to go ahead. It's not safe, you know, for you to have this baby in here anymore. So at 36 weeks, we did, you know, an urgent C-section. Sweet Charlie, um, <laughs> while I was in the C-section for him being born, um, I had complications with the anesthesia. Uh. And, and I feel like I should do a disclaimer <laughs> Like the doctors, like in each of these situations, the doctor said, we've never had this happen before. So odds are this will not happen to anybody else. (laughs) Um, But the anesthesia wore off during the C-section and just this freak thing. So it was, it was, we'll just say traumatic. Yes. But, but Charlie is born and they brought him over for me to kiss him. And honestly, I mean, don't tell my other kids, but he was just the most beautiful. I mean, I just remember kissing his cheek and thinking, oh, it's just the sweetest cheek I've ever kissed. Um, But because he was four weeks early, um, like a lot of babies that are born um, that early, his lungs were not ready. So he stopped breathing. So they had to rush him to the NICU. And um, so I didn't get to hold him. So while I'm in recovery, you can imagine it had been a really rough day. That is a lot. Uh, you know what? Yeah, let's back up. That's a bad day. <laughs> a, I'm always like, That's Lord, I hope that – can that be the worst? Like, I would yeah. love if that was just the worst. Like, Got let's just keep with. that one as the worst. Um, but so they – you know, after recovery, they they wheeled me in on my little bed, you know, to go see him in the NICU. And so he's, you know, and so grateful – we knew from the beginning he was going to be okay. It was uh-huh. just his little lungs weren't ready yet. And so, you know, not everybody who gets to go to the NICU has that kind of comfort or confidence. So I'm so grateful. Um, so we knew he would be in there about a week or so. Um, but but it you're was a just, new mother and like none yes. of that feels very comforting. No, I wanted to pick him up and hold him more than anything. Um, so they wheel me in and he's hooked up to, you know, to tubes and stuff. And, and they said, okay, you can, you can pat, you they said, don't pat him on the back because, you know, if in that newborn stage in the NICU, they're really tender to touch. So they said, just, just lay your hand on him. I said, okay. So I lay my hand on him and I'm just, you know, I'm talking to him and I'm singing, you know, I'm praying or whatever. And my heart is just breaking because I cannot hold my baby. Mm. And, um, and God reminded me of the verse that I had seen on that little baby gown. And, and he just said, I'm carrying him close to my heart. I mean, this gets me choked up even now, these years later. And I just, I said, okay, Lord, until I can hold him, you're holding him. You're holding him close to your heart. So, you know, they wheeled me up to my room. And, um, you know, if if you've had a C-section, you know, you don't really go anywhere that day. (laughs) You can't really move a lot. So so my husband would go, he went down, you know, to go see him again in the NICU. And so he took his little phone and I I talked to him like over the phone, but you know, obviously didn't get to hold him or anything. And the next day I went down in a little wheelchair and still couldn't hold him. And just, God just kept reminding me of Mm. this first, you know, that I've gathered him in my arms. I'm carrying him close to my heart. And Mm. just that beautiful picture that God was carrying Charlie close to his chest, right up against his heart until I could hold him. Um, How could it have been any more perfect? Like that verse for you, like when I think about, and I've learned to pay attention now, like what you said, you saw the verse and you really took note of it. Yes. It was so personal, just that God was so personal. And I had no idea what was coming. Like there was no way I could have known no. that I would need that. Like I just yeah. thought, this is so sweet. <laughs> you know, cute. What I love outfit. this really cute outfit. And God was like, guess what? I wanted that to get your attention because you're going to need this. Yeah. You're going to need this, in a, you know, next week. Um, And so, you know, fortunately he was improving, but it took a little bit longer before he was ready to go home. And so I was discharged before him. And so having to leave him there at the hospital was also Hmm. That's not what you 
that's not what you're prepared for. That's not what should happen. You yeah. know, like in my mind, I should be bringing this baby home and everything's great. And we're all, you know, hanging out mm-hmm. together. Um, and so going home and having to remember again, okay, God's holding him. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, he's not coming home in my arms. I'm not sitting in the back seat next to him, holding his little hand while he's in the pumpkin seat. You know, it's like, no, I'm, I'm having to say, okay, God, you hold on to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I finally did get to hold him, I mean, I never wanted to let go. You know, it was Aww. just the sweetest ever. Um, but the second part of this verse has continued to be an encouragement. You know, it says, you know, he gently leads those that have young. And wow, did I need to be gently led by God? Just that yeah. sweet reminder that God is like, I know how hard this is. You know, <sighs> I think, I mean, I've never beat myself up as much as I did as, the, as a young mom. I mean, wow, I just, and no one else was doing it. I did it to myself, you know, but I just think how many times I would say, I'm the worst mom, you know, and just, wow, that's not true. That's so important. Like just to pause and be like, how many people do that? And it's like, God is gentle with us. Yes, that he's gently leading us. Just how his kindness in that, Mm -hmm. that he's not saying those words, that he's saying, no, you're beloved. And Mm. I know this is hard. That's why I'm gently leading you. And I'm carrying this baby. Um, And so I've, I would, I was telling you earlier, like, I I didn't know, I didn't have many close friends who had had a baby in the NICU Mm -hmm. before, but since then, or maybe I'm just, I'm probably just more aware of it now, but I mean, I have passed this verse on to so many friends and family members who have had babies in the NICU or, or, and they have in the same way said, Hey, can you send me that verse? I had a, I have a friend whose baby is there now, you know, and just pass this along because it's so hopeful. Like when you're in that, it is just a really hard place. And to be able to have this beautiful hope to hold on to is just, oh, um, but like I said, it was 16 years ago because that little baby turned 16 on the 16th of February. Oh. Um, and so now it's, it's, I mean, it looks different. Obviously I'm not holding him in my arms anymore, <laughs> but wow. Just having to say, okay, Lord, when he's out driving, guess what? He's not in my arms. Like yes. I can't protect him now. And having to say, but Lord, you've got him still. Like yes. when he's not where I feel like I can be in control, you know, which, yes. you know, obviously we can talk about that a whole other episode, I know, right? but just saying, but Lord, he's, you are holding him. Like he's still in your, he's still in your arms. Oh. Oh, just trying to even consider that as a mom of a teenager, you know, and just how that, oh, reminding myself, yes, God, you've got him. Well, as soon as you were telling me the, the story about the NICU, that's where my mind went because yes. I have a 16 year old yes. and it's like, I'm like, I can't hold her. Like I've thought about that so many times. Yes. Like you can't be there like with your arms, like, like a bubble trying to make sure nothing happens, exactly. but it's like, God loves her. He loves her. Oh. He loves her. Yes. He loves Charlie yes. more than we do. That's crazy to think about. I know. That's I know. crazy to think about. Oh, I know it. I know it. Um, and just, yeah, just like he was gentle with me back then, you know, Mm -hmm. he's gentle with me now, even though I'm like, I mean, I don't have young anymore. I'm like, instead I have to go cover my gray roots pretty regularly. (laughs) So it's a little bit your middle name is young. (gasps) That's right. Literally. That's so true. Maybe, maybe I can take that like personally. (laughs) My maiden name is young. So we'll count that forever. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That is amazing. Gosh, that verse. I mean, I'm just in awe of how God spoke so personally. And I mean, like you talk about, I love it. And that's, that's exactly what I want people to hear is like, we can literally meet him, who he is in, in Isaiah, when the whole Bible, obviously, but I'm like, you literally met him in that verse. Oh, I just, and I'm just so grateful because it wasn't a time. I mean, I'm grateful for the seasons of life when 
I'm like, yes, Lord, let's dig in and let's spend so much time searching the scriptures and really getting to know stuff. And I'm thankful for the times when, I mean, I was a frazzled, you know, little pregnant mama with a toddler running around. And he said, I'm still meeting you here. Oh, I'm sending I love this that verse. perspective. Oh, it just that he loves us so yes. much. And that it wasn't because I had spent hours pouring over scripture that he said, yes, I'm going to show you something you're going to need next week. Yeah. He met you in the boutique exactly. while you were shopping. <laughs> I, think, I think the takeaway is that we should all go shopping. Yes. <laughs> well, he can meet me there, right? That's right. <laughs> it's like... The tennis court. Where, no, That's right. Kidding. Exactly. Exactly. But it's true because yeah. I think sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves. Yes. And obviously we want to dig into the word. Right. I see I see your your beautiful um, love, well-loved Bible <laughs> over know. there. And I see that, oh. that you have dug into the word. Right. But it's like he does. Mm-hmm. He meets us wherever we are. Right. And we're the ones who beat ourselves up. Right. Exactly. Yes. That he's gently leading us. I'm just, I, it's a good reminder for me. Even as I'm saying it today, I'm like, yeah. He's gently leading me today, too. Have you read the book, Gentle and Lowly? Okay, no, but I've had so many friends talk about that. I feel like I need to I need to check this out. Yeah, it's really it? good. Um, oh. There's, it's, It reminds me of, like, just what you're saying, just how gentle he is. Oh, yeah, that's that, a good one. There's a, just a, a free shout-out. We should it. do book reviews. Oh, I love that. I'm like, add to cart. I'm going to get by that one right now. <laughs> Sounds like a good one. Oh, that's so amazing. So amazing. I love it. Thank you for sharing that story. Oh. That is just it's so powerful. And um, just for any age, I mean, I was like, I think everyone can identify with that. Mm -hmm. Like even like whether you have children or not, it's like he is gently leading us. He loves us so much. Mm, I agree. I agree. Well, thank you so much for being here, Alita. That was just (laughs) amazing. And I look forward to next time. We want you to be a regular guest. I love it. I'll come back anytime. Well, yeah, pick pick another verse and we'll just chat. (laughs) I'm in. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this episode would encourage someone in your life, then please pass it on. And don't forget to subscribe to the Meet Me and Isaiah podcast so you get notified of future episodes.